listening to the Writerly Bites podcast, where you'll get bite-sized tips for making your writing and your writing life better. I'm Blair Hurley, and I'm a novelist and creative writing instructor. You can find more about me at BlairHurley.com and on Twitter at BHurley. You can follow news about the podcast on Twitter at Writerly Bites. This week's writing tip is let go of what's holding you back. It sounds easy when I say it, right? Who wants to keep holding on to their old fears or distractions or bad habits? All the stuff that keeps us from achieving our full creative potential and creativity. Of course, the devil is in the details. This week, I'm thinking about the very concrete, very pressing, very real things that keep me from writing, and the very concrete, very practical ways I try to let go. The first thing is distraction. It's a simple fact that life lived on the internet is addictive. The pull of social media, the news, those 10 articles you bookmark to read, the current book fight heating up on Twitter, all of it seems more fascinating than the blank page, the quiet, demanding relationship between you and your writing. So how do I let go? I make it easier to write and harder to get distracted. I schedule internet blockers to block my problem sites on days that I want to focus on writing. I designate days that I can buy stuff online and don't browse on other days. I use an app called Forest, which encourages me not to pick up my phone for a timer I set. All of these techie tools for blocking the internet are sophisticated, high-octane ways of addressing a very high-octane problem. The second is lack of ideas. If you're struggling with how to end a story or just how to begin, then even if you sit yourself down in the chair, nothing might come. I don't fully believe in the concept of writer's block the way that it's talked about, but I've definitely felt that empty, dragging feeling that I don't have any wildly creative ideas today and I'll never have them again. I address that problem by getting curious about something and staying focused in my curiosity. What is the origin of the word baptize? I followed the meaning down into writings about ancient Greek and early pre-Christian rituals this week, and there's a story there, I'm sure of it. What are you curious about? Read about it a little, then focus in and go even deeper. Can you imagine your way into that world that you've glimpsed? Take some notes about it. Create a character whose life is directly affected by it. So what's holding you back this week? What's preventing you from writing a page or two or three? Reply to me on Twitter at Writerly Bites, and I'd like to feature some responses in a future episode of the podcast. Tell me about your writing woes, and I'll tell you about more of mine, too. This week's reading recommendation is A Children's Bible by Lydia Millett. A lot of people, reviewers, newspapers, media have been making a fuss about this book this year, and so I finally read it, and I'm so glad I did. This might be my favorite read of the last year. It is absolutely devastating and surprising at every turn. It's an apocalypse novel, which is one of my favorite genres or subject matters for a book, so it definitely is in my wheelhouse. But the way that it engages with the idea of apocalypse or the end of the world is absolutely unique and surprising at every turn. In this version of the apocalypse, unknown forces are causing the world to start falling apart. A series of increasingly bad storms is sort of tearing apart this world. 
But what's really interesting is the characters that Lydia Millet decides to focus on. It's a, a bunch of wealthy families who are vacationing together in some sort of unnamed mansion or estate with a bunch of uh, teenage or younger children. And it's mostly from the perspective of the older children who have been left to their own devices to take care of the younger children and really to make their own world as they see fit. They establish rules and contests and odd little rivalries the way that young people do. But there's a sense throughout of abandonment, as though the parents have completely abandoned their responsibilities to the children. It's a harsh look at, at the parents and how they've been abdicating their responsibilities. But the ways that the children try to muddle together and make their own utopian little society with its own problems is absolutely fascinating. If you're a fan of Lord of the Flies, there are shades of that, but it also is more human, I think, more interested in its characters as individuals. And it goes to even stranger directions from there. There's a surprising sense of love and loss as well. So I just couldn't say enough about how startling and beautiful a children's Bible is. Thanks for listening. The Writerly Bites podcast will be back with micro tips to make your writing better. It's produced by me, Blair Hurley. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and visit the website at writerlybites.com. Email me at writerlybitespodcast at gmail.com with your favorite tips or questions about the writing life, which I'd love to tackle in future episodes.